0: It's the Tater Tot Hot Dish.
1: The following program is for
0: entertainment purposes only. Jake and Bauer. Is it highbrow? No. It's entertainment. Hot Dish. Jake and Bauer Show, hour number two. This is your second shot at some hot dish. This time a little extra added in at the very end because we didn't realize we thought we made enough, but then we thought, Oh, maybe we made too much. And then, so we, we waited and then we, Oh, it's getting closer. We better make some extras. Who, ne- You can always have extras. It's too late when you right. don't have enough. Right. So that's what we're going with now. Right. So it's a
1: smaller version. I mean, in addition to the regular size, it's a smaller extra, but I tell you what, if you like the crunchy aspect of it, mm, you this love is the those. one you're going to yeah. want.
0: Yeah. Yep. He's got a new work in the, well, works.
1: Yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda, the creative mind behind Broadway's Hamilton, is now working on a new musical for a big stage on Broadway. The source close to his family told the New York Post, the source said the award-winning composer's next project will be an adaptation of, I love the movie, The Warriors. Warriors, come out and play! You might remember the 1965 novel written by Saul Urich about a New York City gang turf battle. The novel was later turned into a 1979 movie, but while Miranda hasn't released a new show since Hamilton's widespread success, he's kept busy with other productions. Like we know, he wrote songs for Moana, uh, Encanto, the live-action Little Mermaid. His Tony Award-winning musical, In the Heights, was transformed into a movie, and he also directed a Netflix adaptation of Tick, Tick, Boom, starring Andrew Garfield. His team did not respond to multiple requests about the possible new musical, but... That sounds like it would be fantastic. The Warriors was a great movie in 1979. That was one of the first movies I remember my mom said I should not see. And so I went over to my Why? friend's house, and about 10 o'clock at night, we popped the uh, VHS tape. it had been beta into, uh, into the, the DVD, or the DVD, the VCR, and watched The Warriors. Was it bloody? It was a gang movie. It was new it was back when New York City doesn't look when Manhattan didn't <laughs> it was before 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 they changed out what Times Square used to be. So it's old school Times Square in nineteen seventy nine. Uh, it's right. pretty brutal, is before Giuliani got there and cleaned things up. Um, but it was uh man, man, oh man. It was a uh it was a good movie.
0: Okay. Yeah. Hey, Bud Light. Still a favorable view? Yeah. So that's... Depends who you ask, I guess. I was going to
1: say, and this one comes directly from the, the horse's mouth being Bud Light. So, anheuser Bush. The The main company, InBev, as we've talked multiple times here about. I've heard of them, sure. They reported a steep drop in profits among the ongoing boycott against Bud Light, but the company insists that U.S. consumers still have a generally favorable view of the beer brand. This is, again, coming from the company, and I'll add this to the mix. It seems as though... Maybe the rest of the world doesn't have the same issue that we have here. So the company announced that its U.S. revenue dropped 10.5% in the second quarter, while its earnings before taxes, interest, and depreciation fell 28.2%. The second quarter covered April through the end of June and offers the first look at the damage caused by the boycott, which began in April. Anheuser-Busch accompanied those grim numbers with a survey of some 170,000 consumers across the United States. Saying oh. that in that survey, they found a majority remain favorable toward the Bud Light brand.
0: Wait, their their own polling shows that?
1: Yes, they That's conduct. Great. They reached out. In theory, they reached they out their to own research. hundred seventy thousand consumers across the U.S. Their parent according company. According
0: to our research right. that we paid for. Right. Yes.
1: So of those hundred, and I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't know. Like, is it 170,000 people that you had on an email list because they've all drank Bud before? Don't know, not sure. But right. they reached out to those 170,000 consumers and found a majority of them remain favorable toward Bud Light brand, and 80% of that 170,000 remain favorable or neutral. So they don't look upon Bud Light with a negative eye. They don't feel negatively about the brand. Bud Light. And this is the quote coming from the Anheuser-Busch InBev CEO, Michael Dukaris. Regardless of favorability, our customers, our consumers across all sentiment groups have three points of feedback in common. One, they want to enjoy beer without a debate. Yeah, I'm sure that's what they're saying. Two, they want Bud Light to focus on beer. Three, they want Bud Light to concentrate on platforms that all consumers love, such as NFL, veteran charity, Folds of Honor, and music. So they say despite the drop in Bud sales, which they admit has happened, obviously, Anheuser-Busch reported an 18.4% increase in combined revenues of its global brands, including Budweiser, Stella Artois, and Corona.
0: Yeah, it's tough business there. Sure is. It's, uh, <laughs> it's hard to make a buck these days. It's Yeah, most certainly. Yep. Uh, canceled. Kirk Cameron and Riley Gaines. Just two days ahead of a planned stop at Madison Public Library in Huntsville, Alabama. This August 5th, this Saturday, mm-hmm. old kid actor and writer, Kirk Cameron. Yes. Along with his publisher, Brave Brooks Books, and especially...
1: Uh, uh, bl- 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 Brave books. Yeah,
0: the bl- Brooks, the Brooks, and a, a special guest, Riley Gaines, women's sports advocate. Okay, they've learned that they will not be welcome due the library system's concerns about logistics. Oh boy, and safety. Yeah. So the huntville Madison County Public Library System said in a release on Wednesday afternoon that it can no longer accommodate the book reading. Woof. The it says the Brave Books team said it is. Challenging the conclusion. Like, what are you going to do? Right. Prove it. Right. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> the release continues says initially, the organizer of the, of the event reported 20 attendees to library officials. On Tuesday, mm-hmm. the library learned that the event organizers are now expecting over 300 people. Wow. A number that far exceeds any meeting room capacity. Within the Huntsville-Madison County library system. And let us please also assure you, we are not trying to get anybody excited about coming to the library.
1: No, we don't. That's the last thing we want to do. Right. What do so you think we are, stupid?
0: That's Nick's. any type of opportunity to get fresh eyes and, and people into this place. Right. That's it. I mean, it's, it's
1: the same concept with the, look, if, if we're trying to get kids into reading, let's not have drag queens read to them at all. Let's just make sure that, especially getting them near a library in the slightest, we don't want to do that.
0: Libraries are a sacred hall that very, very few people go to. We need to keep that that way.
1: A, a sacred hall of things most people just simply ignore and don't ever use. So let's just, right. let's be clear on all of that.
0: You can either go watch inside a building, inside a little room, with some like really old headphones yeah. and watch some type of little video monitor, or just open up your phone and click on YouTube. Yeah. Insane. That's it. I mean, look, hey.
1: you can go to the library and get their internet access and still scroll through your Instagram.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, sure. Bud Light boycott over trans influencer hits sales. Oof. Now you might've heard some stories about people saying, well, it's apparently there's their, uh, their overall sales are up. Did that person also forget to tell you that those are outside US sales numbers that have jumped 17%?
1: Oh, you mean the one where I said uh, that despite the drop in Bud Light sales, Anheuser-Busch reported an 18.4% increase in combined revenues of its global brands? That part? Right. Yeah. The global yeah. brands part probably didn't give that global away. Global
0: brands. And yeah. that 17%? That's outside of the US. So when you say global brands, you mean like. The, the, that, would global mean, brands brands that would mean global. Yeah, yeah, but outside. So in other words, the U.S. people still have a grudge against this. Well, I mean, again, effort.
1: according to Bud Light, that according to Anheuser-Busch, that's not the case. And that, that oh, most have, to people their, have their, their
0: research yeah. that they paid for
1: their 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 polling that they produced. Yes.
0: The polling they produced. Yeah. And I would say that it was probably very, very honest of them to do that on their own.
1: So it's almost like they're telling you, don't ask anybody about it. Just drink it.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. Why not? That's probably the best probably what they're saying yeah. that's my guess don't, uh, don't get any outside uh no influences you, see, you know you
1: what? You stop the talky talky get with the drinky yep. drinky that's i think what they're that's trying right.
0: to say that we're saying we get to the drinky drinky a couple of drinky drinky fools from last night <laughs> we'll get danny and amy and we'll get them on the air to talk about what all the shenanigans that happened last night and why there was a gap in the video Sorry?
1: Mm,
0: a huh? gap in the video? There's a gap in the video. There's obviously Ooh. some missing footage. Oh, let's we'll find out. It's all about coming up right here. Let me take a